0: Welcome to episode four of the DNA Fishing Podcast with Daniel Sissons and Adam Kirby. Where the hell
1: are we, mate, and what the hell are we doing here? We are parked up outside a church in our mobile recording studio, a great expense, because we thought it may be fun, mildly, to have a little friendly competition between the two of us with some random set of rules that we'll decide in a minute, um, up here at Hungerford on the canal. Which is, we've picked your home venue <laughs> yeah, as our nice. start-off point, no which is no clever.
0: No pressure. Yeah, uh, should be good. I'm a bit nervous that we don't yet know what the rules are. I think my car is full of the same amount of stuff that I normally take to grab from because I don't really know what I'm trying to achieve today. But <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. So what are the, what are the options that, that might come up? I think you've had a stab at a few sort of... Competition format rules that we could fish today.
1: Yeah, well, uh, part of the idea of this was, aside from us uh, uh, inventing a groundbreaking pod, uh, podcast platform where we're effectively we're going to be recording as live through the day on little voice memos and stuff, was to see how we would. We know where we're fishing, obviously, because we need to know where we were going to meet. But aside from that, it's that we'll drop some rules in this morning and then that may change how we fish throughout the day. There's not really a lot of stake here, but our rules are we, we, we've we talked about it on the pod before about FIP said rules mm. um, which is squaring our fish size, so we've got two options in there, one with size limits, one without um, we've either got the best five pike the best five perch um, a full card match, which is maybe more of a European style whereby you know a full card will defeat any card that might have a longer length, but um, uh, but they haven't completed their card. And I think there's one other which I've forgotten. But um, we've got a random generator wheel on the on the phone there, and we're just going to drop it in. We're going to go through it, and through the day we will record little memos on the phone how we're doing, what we're catching, if we're struggling, and hopefully at the end it'll all tie up into a nice neat bow. And I've got one bag with me, man. I mean, I haven't got so. <laughs> yeah, that's what
0: I'm worried about. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, I'm enjoying your optimism. Um, well, it's a it's a warm day in Hungerford. Uh, when I left the house, it was eight. Uh, typically, coming into town, when it goes up a degree or two, it was nine when I got here, and I don't doubt that we're touching double figures already. And it's it's uh,
1: yeah, it's not even ten o'clock yeah. yet.
0: So uh, the fish will be awake. I'm betting that the water's gonna be clear, as it has been. Um, Not the easiest of conditions, but not the worst either. So, yeah, looking forward to what we find. Should we drop these rules in, Let's get this done, then. Let's get
1: this done. We've got the beautiful sound of church bells ringing in the background. This is is as Christmas as it gets. Right, let me find it. Here we go. Let it load up. And spin.
0: Yeah, this is perfect. this is suspense. This
1: is what we're looking for. Oh. <laughs> oh, good. I wish I would brought a calculator. So we got Fips rules, but no size limits.
0: Okay, so that means we're going to have to explain Fips rules again. So, yeah, Fips rules. If you don't know what they are, Fips is the like the governing body of international competition. I suppose it's got a heavy, heavy slant to Europe, although. Um, non-European countries do it's getting there right yes um yeah the rules are well yeah these have been described to us on several occasions and uh, I'm not sure it ever gets any easier but to summarize uh because they don't you know normally there's a size limit we haven't got one today but because Fips want to open it up to to, to catching good sized fish as well. Is there's basically a bonus multiplier on well, there's a bonus multiplier on all fish, but what it means is is that bigger fish are worth more. So effectively, what that is is you square the number. So if you catch a one meter pike, it's one hundred times one hundred versus a uh, 10 centimetre perch 10 times 10 so you can see it really it really ramps up there and gives you a bonus to big fish that's going to be interesting on the canal man mm-hmm. um i'm not really sure at this moment uh what i'm going to opt for but the no <laughs> the no uh size limit that you've thrown in there kind of keeps it open for a a bit of a a wasping session i don't know what are you
1: thinking I'm thinking that, well, first of all, we've we've spoke before about how the FIPS rules maybe or should be adopted a little bit more over here to get people, you know, au okay fait and ready for when they're fishing out in, you know, in in some of the European um, World Championships and things like that, you know, just to, just to bring everyone up with it, because it does make a difference, there's no question about that. I... It's the same old conundrum now that we haven't really got enough time to think about today, but it's do you go for the smaller fish and just keep catching, but you've got to be quick? Um, or do you go for the for the bigger ones and, you know, try maybe for a fishing hour, but no, that will get you somewhere. We're, there's only two of us in the game here today, so we haven't got to worry mm. about it too much, and it will just be interesting to see how we get on. And it might be an interesting stat at the end of the day to see, you know, total amount of fish and but in regards to what... point score was because it kind of will prove or disprove then whether if you know if you just keep catching regularly through the day and then find yourself at the end nowhere near winning it it does change your attitude a little bit because any competition the first rule really is catch keep catching yeah. So so yeah. I don't know. I haven't brought enough stuff to make any massive changes. Anyway, <laughs> <So> <laughs> I've got two okay. rods and one bag. So we'll. All right. I'll right. I'll figure it out. I think. It does. I think given
0: that we're competing against each other and we know how each other fish, it, possibly with this format, you know, one or two jack pike could really seal the deal, couldn't it? Yep. So maybe there's going to be a switch over at some point.
1: And you know way better than I do. What did the pike run up through this stretch? I mean, if you get a sixty, you're you're a, you're a king for a day, right?
0: Well, there's seventies in it. Okay. I think you know, there's there's an eighty in town, but I don't want to go near that thing um, with what we're no doubt going to be fishing with it anyway. So yeah, I think sixties and seventies that would be uh, that'd be quite a blow to the other well, competitors. And that's
1: a ballsy approach, though, right?
0: Going well, all, yeah, all in. You're going to have to set up, you know. I'm going to have to set up for wire if we're going to do that properly, but obviously you don't want to fish with that kind of outfit all day. Nope. Because that will have a big negative effect on on perching, obviously. So, yeah, at this point I'm thinking there might be a switch at some point.
1: So, yeah, I don't really want to two-rod it, but I'll come up with something. Yeah, no, I don't, but I feel that now I'm going to have to. Um, Well, we'll see how it goes, mate. We're going to try and catch up through the day with some little voice memos and things. and. You know, talk right through what we're doing and what we're doing and what we're not catching, and so on and so forth. So, um, yeah, yes, it should be. Look, it's a day out before Christmas. What we'd normally do anyway, just for just for funsy. We thought we'd just add a little bit of a uh, little bit of jeopardy into it. And if we're fishing to European. Uh... Rules. Uh, I'm guessing that means that we'll
0: have to stop for lunch in the bakery at yeah, some point. Yeah, yeah, the All full right, well on that, that's,
1: charcuterie board, etc. Well so that's the clear, yeah. uh, the clear winner. Of that's a must. All right, mate. Good luck. Maybe we catch up lunchtime, dude. Yeah. Speak to you later. Bye. So I'm
0: back at the car. Uh, I'm trying to decide what to take. I brought three outfits with me today because um, I wasn't sure what we were going to be doing. I'm quite glad that I can leave the baitcaster. Outfit in the car because it's definitely not going to be an all-out uh, pikeathon. Um, but yeah, I'm in two minds whether to go ultralight all-out waspin, um, but that doesn't give me any options really to target pike. Um, or I've got an 11 gram rod that's my rod of choice for like small hard baits. That's currently got fluorocarbon straight through on it, so. I could do both with that one, but I know that the waspin's going to be disadvantaged. It's not as light as I want. So, at the moment, I'm kind of thinking I might try and switch it up halfway through the day. Um, it's quite mild, so might be some bigger fish active straight away. Um, decisions, decisions.
1: Well you may be able to tell, here I am in the back of the van, we've just done our little intro bit and we know the rules now, I'll let you guys into a secret, this is a stretch of canal that Ad would have fished as much as anybody over the past few years, particularly with laws, so I shouldn't really stand any chance today, I should get my pants absolutely pulled down, um... By, let's be honest, the reigning street fishing champion, albeit that's a few years ago now. The fits element adds a little bit of jeopardy and drops it. it. gives me a slim chance because you've only got to pick up a few 40, 50 centimetre pike and that negates a lot of small perch. I'm going to 2 rod it. I've got a bait cast that I'll throw some hard baits, jerk baits on maybe. And I've got a little 3.5G full-on finesse set up just to try and keep... Um, keep the small fish coming when it gets tough which it inevitably will at some point so i'll catch up with you soon but for the minute i'm going to load up i'm going to crack on with one BDI eye watching what ad's doing at all times because in any competition always look around left and right because that may just unlock something for you i'll catch up with you soon
0: it's 10 minutes past 10 uh we haven't started fishing yet we just walked up to a lock just up from the church there uh in the end i decided upon just going all out wasping Uh, i'm slightly nervous because i can see that dan's brought two rods he's got a baitcaster outfit with wire on for pike but i'm ready to switch if i need to um so yeah what have i got five gram rod tiny little spinning reel with um three pound braid on it four pound leader one gram jig head I'm going to try and get away with it we're a bit exposed here there is a bit of a wind today but it's not one of those freezing cold winds that that normally shuts the fishing down so um, as long as I can make the lure work effectively in a breeze there should be some active perch um, I haven't chosen the lure yet but I can see that the water's really really clear uh, that doesn't look like a boat's come through yet so full visibility right through to the centre of the canal which is only about a metre deep um, I don't think you even need some uh, polarised glasses today, you can probably just get away with your yocks um, OK, yeah, well we're about to go uh, no doubt Dan is thinking through his choices too um,
1: we'll let you know how we're going Well ten minutes in and it's not very good I think Ad's catching, which is a worry, but predictable. I'm mainly concentrating on the uh, small stuff at the moment, because it is crystal clear here. But I'm trying to watch what he's doing, but it's not easy. Anyway, we'll keep going. It's early days.
0: It's 10.26. I guess I've had, uh, what, 10 or... Ten or twelve casts now, um, and not a bump. We're in pretty, you know, spot that normally throws out a few fish. So I'm like any other angler. I'm looking for excuses. I will tell you what, I don't like. I don't like the fact that this breeze is behind me. You might even be able to hear it. It's not cold at all, but um, yeah, maybe it's colder for the perch than it is for me right now. I still feel the tips of my fingers, so um, yeah, it's not cold by any means, but. You know, potentially that's had an impact. Uh, other things I don't like, I haven't seen any bait yet. That's always encouraging. Um, the other thing is, is a lock that's here uh, that's normally closed has actually been left open. So I think to me what that is, it gives the perch access to deeper water in colder conditions, perhaps. Um, that's not to say I couldn't fish it, but I don't want to fish it because... Well, it's just not. It's, should I hook a bigger fish there? Um, it's not. It's not hugely easy to recover a fish. So I don't, I, what I wouldn't want to do is catch a good fish and then um, and then not be able to land it fairly. So I'm going to skip that, and I think I'm going to head back in towards town, where we've got some trees on the side of the canal that the wind's coming from, and I'm just going to test that to see if. Um, the perch is sheltering from this breeze let's see how we go
1: well we're a good 40-45 minutes in and my measuring mat remains dry uh, it's crystal clear there are very small perch right in tight in the margins but they're tiny I think um, what I am doing is every swim off fish I'm systematically dragging for a crankbait or something similar before i leave just in case there's a pike or a bigger perch or something i might be getting shouted at here so let's um i'll catch up with everyone soon i didn't have to move far
0: uh, just moved down a little bit slightly out the wind um what's changed really is moved away from the lock and we've got more natural growth in the near margin the reeds have finally they're laying into the water as you often see, and um, first drop vertically straight down to about a foot and a half to foot and a half. Two. We've had a perch on briefly, but it wasn't hooked. But that's encouraging. I'm probably going to. There's a lot of. There's probably 50 meters of this kind of habitat to work here. I'm still sharing it with Dan, but let's
1: see if we can get one. I wasn't getting showered at. I'm hearing things. Yeah, it's crystal clear today, this water. And for the fish, we were, I think, right in the margins. But as for where the better fish are, I don't know. Being honest, I'm just fishing tiny shads, paddle tails, and side from a few little dinkers. Tiny taps, that is. I've not had any luck, so if this was a proper... This is really serious stuff I would probably move a long way maybe go for a good 10 minute walk and get a completely different set of water but we're kind of just tracking each other up and down the bank here trying to keep it a little bit social but uh, I'm going to keep at it I'm sure we're going to find a pod of fish soon between us anyway I don't know how ad's getting on you might have a you might have a full card for all I know but we'll, I'll go and find him in a minute and see what he's doing.
0: There we go, probably the same fish, Uh, finally a fish to hand, tiny little perch but a beautiful little thing this time of year, 11 centimeters. so it's probably not going to, well it's probably taking me the lead at this point but it's probably not going to have too much of an impact on the day but nice to get on the board. Uh, Yeah beautiful little fish, a lot of blue on it. Nice, nice to see it, pretty. I'm going to get it back and try and get another one. Normally when you've got perch in the near margin like this, you can normally get a string up. Let's see.
1: Well, back again. A couple of hours in. I'm still blanking. I've walked away from Ad. I've got a feeling he's slaying the small ones. I don't know because I'm not watching, but I've got a feeling that he is So I've moved away from that. Um, I'm just not feeling it, really. Excuse the wind. I'm not feeling it. So I've moved away, and we're at that point of the day now where I'm just thinking, well, I'm just going to start flicking some crankbaits about, some hardbaits, because one 30, 40-centimetre pike now at this stage of the day is going to be priceless. So um, that's where I am. Moved a good couple of hundred yards up away from Ad. I can't see him, so I've got a feeling because he hasn't moved for a while that he's killing it. But I guess we'll find out
0: Slow progress, fish number two. Uh, dropped a couple of perch that I thought were probably on the small side, smaller <laughs> smaller than I'm used to. Do. Um, but yeah, just had another 11 centimeter perch trying to keep an eye on Dan. He's using the bait caster, but. Haven't seen any commotion of a pike yet, so um unless he's being super stealth, I'm I'm not panicking yet. Uh, there's a bit of there's still a bit of a pan with this near side sort of cover. It is hard going and clearly it's very small fish. So um I might try and speed up a little bit. But anyway, I've I've already changed colour on lure. I'm using a one-inch paddle tail. I've already changed from pearl white to a clear coloured lure with a bit of sparkle in it which gives you an indication just how clear it is today so it's hard but
1: chipping away well at last my persistence has paid off and I went down to a tiny crankbait and just got a pike so I thought I was on for the big blank then I'll be honest Um, yeah took a tiny little I don't know what it is, little westing crankbait smashed it midwater in the net 40 something centimetres so whilst i doubt i'm pushing anything towards near where ad is um points wise because he's still hiding away somewhere um in phipps uh, rules you know that's going to give me a decent bang so um we'll keep at it see if we can scratch another one out before we go for a cup of tea somewhere Well, there you go, literally after I uh, hit stop on the record there,
0: uh, dropped into the same spot and had another fish, but this time 10 centimetres. So it may well be that uh, the fish that I'm feeling here are a bit on the small side. I'm not going to go crazy and scale down any further than a size 10. So um, I'll keep cracking away and hopefully we can find a shoal of better fish. So we just walked down a little bit further. We'll be on the reeds that we talked about. Um and it's a lot warmer here to the point that some walkers just went past behind me there and I overheard them saying, Oh, it's a bit warmer down here. So it's basically because we've got we now got trees behind us and that's basically working as a windbreak. And um we stop and first cast I've just had a little 12 centimetre perch there. So I'm excited to see what's holding in this area because We haven't yet found a shoal of perch or any bait, so they they have to be in there somewhere. So let's start probing. So it's 12.22 now, and I've traded the almost perfect conditions for ultralight with the trees behind me for a, a windy section, but it's got boats. It's the first boats we've come across, and in this clear water, I think that's the shelter that the smaller perch are gravitating to. So... I've just dropped in between two boats here with a little bit of bait splashing up in front of me and I've had a good run of little perch. Only tiny stuff again. I think my largest perch today so far is 13 centimetres. Um, But yeah, plugging away. I'm slightly nervous because Dan's ahead of me somewhere towards the church and I know there's some better fish up there. There's certainly a few little pike normally around there but one of the things i've learned is is you never move away from in competitions at least you never move away from feeding fish so while i'm chipping away at these 10 to 12 centimeter perch i'm amassing points so i'm going to resist the temptation to uh fomo i guess of whatever dan's found um and i'm just going to chip away until i've exhausted it let's see how we can go with this
1: Well, I've just moved up into another little swimmer and I've just ducked away out of the wind. Um, I've finally got some feeding fish in front of me. There's a little bit of tow, there's a little bit of flow in the water here, probably coming back from the lock, um, through the sluice, and I've got a little bit of flow in front of me and there's some sort of reeds and a bit of dead greenery that's kind of sheltering what would be the far bank, but I've sort of crossed over the... The lock onto the other side, and but they're so small, either they're so small, or I can't figure it out. They're either way, I keep thinking they're too small for me to give them any real time here, but equally, I'm thinking, well, I'm not catching much anywhere else, so maybe I should stick with it. What is not worrying me, but I've walked away from where Ad is. and I keep looking over my shoulder and he's not following me, which means he's found something somewhere, probably at the boats. There's a few moored boats on the way back there. Um, I've scaled right down over small now. I mean, I'm as small as I've got in the bag. And these are little pinprick bites. I mean, they're so small that if I can hook them, I can't drag them through the greenery because I'm fishing right inside of it. And um, most passes through, I'm getting little touches, but I'm not engaging. So I'm worried that they're too small for me to bother with, if I'm being honest. And now, as it's just gone midday, I'll be honest, I'm more thinking now about how I could do with a cup of tea and maybe some pastry. Um, And that is, um, it's stealing focus, to be honest. We all know what it's like when you get that that pastry feeling, uh, that's an itch that you need to scratch. So um, I'm still persevering with the eye baits when I can. Um, But again, I I think I might have had one touch five minutes ago, but it, you know, I don't know. It didn't produce, so it it may have been a a bump or a line bite or something. So um, I'll wait and see how long Ad gives it before we wander down the road and and go and uh, refresh ourselves. Um, If I was a better man, I'd say I'd lost this already. Knowing Ad the way I do, he wouldn't stand still for too long. If it was dead, we would have kept moving, probably up into the town section at Hungerford where everything would be a bit more active and it'd probably be a little little bit warmer up there. Um... There are a few moored boats back there. Some of them have got heaters on the stuff, but it's not particularly cold even. It's not, I can't even put it down to that. And when I was up here a few weeks ago, I was up here with the kids. It was colder than this. And I wasn't fishing with any real seriousness, I guess. I was trying to get the kids fishing. And, you know, I was getting plenty of plucks and stuff on crankbaits and jerkbaits through the day that it almost felt... That everything was just quite active, you know Whereas this morning, it's not as cold But that water is gin clear So everything has kind of buried itself away for the moment Um, But like I say, my tummy's rumbling I'm thirsty And um, I might be wasting away, who knows But I'll try and catch Ad's eye if I can at some point I might uh, see how he's getting on And see if I can um, stop him one interesting thing I just thought about as I was fishing away there is that on most competition formats, again, if this was a proper one, it's some kind of pairs format. There will normally be blind pairs and in a blind pair format, obviously, there's two of us that we need to consider. So, um Would that have slowed me down? Because I've kept moving quite a lot this morning to try and find some active fish, and would that have slowed me down? I don't know, but it it certainly adds an element into a competition that's difficult for us to replicate in these circumstances. Something to think about, maybe, for future episodes to see if we can add something into that. But anyway, um, hopefully the next time I speak to you, I'll have a full tummy. Take care.
0: Well, I haven't got very far. Uh, it's 1249 now and I'm rinsing this swim <laughs> don't tell Dan um I've definitely got a pattern like every single boat uh, I mean I've only got three boats down uh, but in, outside of each of each boat seems to be a large shoal of perch each time I visit it fresh. <laughs> Uh, I can get to it from either the front or the back of the boat, doesn't matter, it's slightly easier casting downwind because that wind that was over my shoulder earlier, we've gone round a bend now and it's more coming down the canal and that's keeping a bow of line. Like The reason that I wouldn't go heavier to fix that problem is because with a 10, 11 centimetre perch like we're catching at the moment, that inhale... You know perch, even tiny perch eat their inhale feeders, and the heavier you make that lure to counteract the conditions, the harder it is for them to ingest that lure basically, and that affects the hookup rate. So, I can't say I'm a f- fishing effectively, um I've got a bow of line, but I've got a rhythm going now um, to the point where. I kind of know what distance those perch are holding at and I'm flicking it out a certain distance, putting the bail arm over and letting that lure swim itself down in like a curve sort of arc into the fish and I'd say probably one in three casts at the moment I'm I'm catching those little perch on the drop which is pretty cool just watching for the line to flick. Uh, it's about, about as exciting <laughs> as fishing for a 12 centimetre perch gets but yeah I've got a rhythm. I think Dan's probably well down uh downstream of me now um but I'm catching so I'm not going to move. Uh Let's see if I can add some more. Don't know if you can hear that, but it's the first boat going through at three minutes past one, so not really sure how that's going to change things, but ready to adapt if need be. So it's two minutes to two now, uh, and we've finally caught up together. Um, probably the highlight of the days behind us now, which is the good people of Parsons Bakery and Hank <laughs> of Bit of a game changer, their peppermint crunch. Very good. Um, so yeah, how's it gone, Dan?
1: Well, I'm only one in, but I'm one pike in. So um, I've gone the other way from you. I'm guessing because uh, I don't quite know what you got yet. But um, so I'm one in, but it's quite a high scorer. So um, apart from that, it's been it's been it's been testing. Let's put it that way. Yeah, uh, I can see what you've got on there. You've got a little, what's that, a little
0: Mega Bass crankbait there? Mm. Is that what did the damage? No, it was a little Weston
1: crankbait, actually. Ooh, okay. That did it on Fire Tiger. Cool. Uh, um, so it goes against the grain for the crystal clear water. And I was just one of those, let's go for a mad pike that just wants to eat anything that's in front of it. So that's what he did. <laughs> well, well done. Yeah, well, you can
0: see what I've got on. I didn't veer very far from where I started, really. A little clear paddle tail, one inch. Uh, I would say I'm in the 30s on Tiny Little Perch now, but given the Phipps ruling that you uh, administered to us at the beginning there, you're probably still winning.
1: <laughs> I, I can't see it, but it, it's it's not that it's closer than what it is, but I think if you carry on what you're doing, if I was to get another... 45 centimetre pike then we got ourselves a competition all of a sudden so yeah and this is the jeopardy of
0: it right yeah that's what I'm thinking too we just for the listeners we've we've come into the town section now like uh, I've said it's two in the afternoon so we're near the shortest day so it all well, already feels like we're losing a bit of light on yeah it feels a, like a, evening already <laughs> yeah, yeah on a cloudy day anyway so um, so yeah and we've had what we've had three or four boats come through in quick procession and like just walking down from the bakery there that water clarity's changed a touch I'd say for the better but mm. you know I don't like the fact that it's changed and though those fish might have set up differently but for all we know it's it's um it's stirred them up a bit and and they're active so we don't know what we're going to find but you're right I'm thinking I'm thinking I'm not home and dry yet because I'm going to stick it out on the small stuff and if you have a couple of uh decent pike decent canal
1: pike then we'd probably got a bit of a match up. yeah i think we're going to be close yeah yeah it only takes a couple of bites with the bigger stuff and that's the that's the game within the fips rules you see is that you don't have to keep constantly catching all the time even though for me i would rather be catching all the time because i kind of build a rhythm up but you know that's where I've set me stall out, so that's what I'm going to stick with for the last couple of hours, really.
0: All right, let's do it. I've kept back a little bit of a uh, little bit of pastry to fuel us in the uh, feverish calculations that are due with FIPS scoring later. So. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm looking forward to that. Uh, let's see if we can add a few more fish. Good luck, mate. See you later.
1: Three o'clock check-in. Um, And I'm still struggling this afternoon. No touches on cranks, jerks, whatever I throw really. Um, I can still see Ad picking out the odd perch every couple of minutes. Well, maybe every four or five minutes. So he's way ahead of me at the moment. Um, But there's no advantage in me switching back to go small now because I'm just, I'm never going to catch up. I'm never going to make up that deficit. So the only thing that's in my favour is it only takes two, two small jackpike, 50 centimetres maybe, and I don't think I'm going to be too far away. So I'm going to keep at what I'm doing because it's too late in the day now to make the switch. Um, I'm already thinking I made the wrong approach today. But anyway, we'll see how we go. I'm going to keep at it. We've probably got another hour a day like now. Um, I'm going to keep at it with the cranks and the jerk baits and stuff like that just see if we can pick out a bigger fish, maybe a bigger perch, you never know. I'm going to keep at it.
0: Okay, so we're fishing again. We've both come down to the Little White Bridge uh, near Hungerford Town, if you know it, a.k.a. Perch Place, so-called as uh, when I started fishing for the first time on the canals. Someone had very kindly graffitied this bridge and written perch place on it who needs gps with friends like that and and it's been good to me ever since actually so yeah let's try and winkle out a few more perch i've just swung one in uh another 13 centimeter tiddler um and that's good for confidence because it it would appear that um it would appear that the local boating fraternity has Defrosted and woken up and they're moving moving around now. You may even be able to hear a boat that's just gone past. So the water clarity's changed quite a lot. They've they've stirred it up. It's a high pressure day. I didn't say that at the beginning. It's um it's right up there. Um so hopefully the sediment that they've kicked up will settle down. Although I haven't said that, it, it looks pretty good actually. It looks you know, if I'd just arrived and it looked like this, I'd probably be more confident and crystal clear. But what I don't like is that that's quite a radical change. And, um, you know, one of the things in fishing that you, you tend to work out is that sometimes fish don't like change. So they might have set up differently. Uh, but like I say, I've just had one doing what I've been doing all morning and that's good for confidence, right? So,
1: yeah, let's um, let's keep going and see what happens. All I can think about is where are the pike today? Where are the pike? I've had one. One pike. Um, Because the water's so clear, I would see fish in the margins. We haven't had a lot of sun today, so we're not seeing any fish kind of uh, laying out in the sunshine, trying to warm up. But I've not had follows. I've not had – it's just nothing. I mean, again – Whether they've been hammered over the past, over the weekend maybe, you know, before people have got here, they might have been smashed to pieces and they were all sulking a little bit. I guess that's maybe a factor that's worth remembering for the future. Um, We do know that pike, you know, once they feel a hook in their mouth, they tend to sulk for a day or two before they feed again. And maybe that one fish I had was literally the one active pike that I've cast across in the previous few hours, I don't know, it, it's, it's telling me that I should have stuck with the ultra finesse method from the beginning, and just kept in the game, or just kept within touching distance of Ad, um, on the presumption that he's got a few, um, oh, man alive, I'm not. I'm not overly worried because this is a knockabout and it's just for fun. But at the same time, you know, you want to win these things, and uh, I am not winning these things today. I'm not even close. You know, I'm not. If I come second, I'm going to come lucky. So, um, I guess the one of the takeaways from today, regardless of our ends, I might have a. an amazing last couple of hours, I doubt it, but is that if you get that inkling through the day, you know, I'm throwing enough bright and shiny things and rattly things and all kinds of stuff that would, I would think, would prick the ears of of a pike somewhere along the line that if it hasn't happened, it's just to pay attention to that and make the switch sooner rather than later because before you know it, I've made a thousand casts with the old baitcaster with a variety of different hard baits, shiny, clear, loud, quiet, and everything in between, that if they're not having it, right, they're not having it. I mean, I can't force them to take it. So, um, a little reminder there, and a timely reminder for me that actually back in, you know, a few years ago when we would fish, or I would fish, a lot more of these style of competitions is that... practice is key and not even practice on the water where you're fishing but just practice just fish regular you know the more you fish the better you fish and um this style of fishing I've been lacking in for a long time now um you know get dragged away by the bright lights of the reservoirs and stuff like that and specimen fishing and all these different things so um it says more about me, really, than the water. You can only kind of catch what's in front of you. And, you know, if one person is catching and I'm not, well, that only says one thing. But um, I'm not going to get too down about it. It's um, I'm enjoying myself all the same. It's it's absolutely gorgeous up here today, bar a very slight breeze. It is lovely up here. Um, I'm enjoying myself. So I might just heard my watch ding then. So that might be Ad telling me to... Um, to wrap it up, I don't know, but, um, I guess when I see him next, I'll try and figure out how many he's got, and how far behind I am, and what I need to do to catch up, but, um, anyway, it's, uh, I'm just saying these things as they pop into my head, um, I might be garbling a bit, maybe i need some more tea.
0: Okay, well, this is, um, this is, this is working all right, so I've just had another fish, uh, I can't really gloat because it's 16 centimetres, but the biggest fish of the day is 16 centimetre perch. Um but it's good, it's a different pattern, it's not, not near any boats. Uh that fish was out in the middle. So it would seem that those boats going through adding a bit more uh sediment has made or or switched them on or um or indeed just given them a bit more confidence to, to move around and feed before. The darkness comes, so I've still got my little one inch clear um rock vibe shad on there. Um and to be honest with you, I wasn't feeling that confident about it because the darkness is coming on quickly, but they seem to be finding it, so I will resist the urge to, to change because it seems to be working. Let's see if we can get a few more. Well, it's certainly a day of two halves, those boats that have gone through. And kicked up the sediment in the water appear to have moved the perch around and switched them on a little bit i'm now catching them effectively in the middle of nowhere although i think where they're running up and down is um the second the second step from the near margin um just finding them anywhere now so i'm just working my way along trying to pick a few off they seem to be a, a better caliber so I'm guessing they've been switched on. I keep saying darkness is coming quick. It's their last opportunity to feed. Um, Yeah, so getting a few fish sort of 16 centimeter size now, uh, which would be a good multiplier when squared on FIPS. Uh, Still looking for a, a, a a 30 or even a 20 at this point, but I'm gonna keep going, feeling optimistic.
1: Well, I am nothing if not persistent like a dog of a bone certainly my best fish of the day 40 centimeter perch on a little mega bass griffin crankbait um which was a welcome relief because i'll be honest we all know what it's like you go a couple of hours without catching and before you know it, the old back's aching you're starting to get a little bit fed up and you start to feel colder than you should and then you get one decent fish like that and it makes a day really in terms of uh versus ad I don't think it's going to make a great deal of difference but you know if if someone would have offered me a 40 this morning perch I would have taken that so and there's still a little bit of daylight left so you know another jack here you never know you never know it's given me half a chance but it's certainly a cracking fish and easily easily my best fish on that particular little Megabass crankbait so that's a little bait finesse crankbait so that's uh That's a victory in and of itself, but still a little bit of time to go.
0: It's 15.40 now, Uh, starting to feel quite dark. Dan's not long had a beautiful, beautiful 40cm perch on a hard bait, which I'm sure you've heard about already. Um, I'm still plugging away. I'm delighted to see him catching, but I'm still plugging away the tiny stuff. I've just started to find a few bigger fish on the far margin. Um, So, yeah, it's looking quite good for the end of the session. Welcome back. Uh, It's gone half past four. It's pretty much dark outside. We're sat back in the van. I had a
1: nice day. Did you, mate? I had a good day in terms of (laughs) enjoying myself. Not such a good day in terms of numbers of fish, but um, it was nice, right? It was a nice day. It was quite warm, actually, and it's It's uh, but the fish didn't quite do what I expected them to do today. How how did you? How how would you assess that in Um, terms of conditions?
0: Well, I guess it's fair to say. Well, it is my local, so I'm at an advantage. Um, I'd say it probably fished. It probably fished as I expected today. I think I knew it was going to be crystal clear. And although I really, really enjoy those conditions for ultralight because it allows me to fish tiny stuff mm. and it's still going to be found, right? Whereas if there's a lot of sediment in the water, you can still catch on one-inch paddle tails or finesse stuff, but it's harder, right, because they've got to find that lure. So although I enjoy it because it allows me to do that stuff, I know it's hard because... Well, you know yourself. Like what? It's deepest. It's a meter, right? So you know, even a even a bigger perch, it's it's not comfortable with sitting out in the open. So they, it's a. Ama- it still amazes me today that when that when those conditions are crystal clear, where where do all those fish go? Because oh, we no. we can see all the way across, right? Yeah. Like, where where do they go? I oh, know. And then you know, hopefully it comes across in the in the recordings that we've tried to do through the, through the day, but as soon as that boat traffic went through this afternoon and stirred up the sediment a bit, I felt, with what I was doing, it was a totally different day. Like, I was finding perch where I'd more traditionally expect to find perch, like on the first and second ledges, the drop-offs mm. on the near side, and they just they just weren't there this morning. So... Yeah, a day of two halves. I really enjoyed it. The conditions were nice for us. Like, you know, I can still feel my fingers. That's a luxury yeah, this time of year. Yeah. It was nice to hear the field fair going over all day. That mm. was kind of cool if a little late. Always nice to hear them. Um. Yeah. Well, shall we see how we got on then? Yeah. <laughs> Give it know, to me. I don't know if we need a drum, well. Okay, so I stuck with... Ultralight stuff all day in the end. In fact, I threw two lures all day that were effectively the same type, which was one inch clear with a bit of glitter uh, paddle towel on a one gram jig head and I topped out with 63 perch uh, My biggest perch was only 24 centimeters only one of those what only one over 20 actually Smallest was nine centimetres, which shows you what kind of a day it was for me. <laughs> and Phipps rules, squaring all, all 63 perch there, gave me a point score of 9,264.
1: That's a good score, man, today. It was all right. Yeah, that's really good, right? I got lucky early on with with it, two shoals
0: of perch under a couple of boats and I you know, and I rinsed it. Yeah. Well you <laughs> and the rest you, of the day I was you just did. chipping away. Uh, yeah,
1: and quite right too. Because you you weren't far off trebling me.
0: Which is interesting, right? To so come on, how how many fish so go on, hit us with your to, score and then what you had.
1: Well, my score is three thousand seven hundred and sixteen. But that is for two fish. How mad is that?
0: And, there, and there's Phipps. so you you got more than a third of my score with two fish, whereas I had 63. Well, that's <laughs> true. Yeah. It's mental. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That is Phipps all over. I'm not
1: taking that as a victory, but uh, yeah, it was a, a one pike of 46 and a perch of 40. Well
0: that that perch I was lucky to be next to you when you uh when you had that. I mean in a lot of respect and I think a lot of people that are listening will say you're the real winner today with a, <laughs> It was a, it was a beautiful perch, right? I mean there's not many of that size in the, in the canal here that look as in as good condition as that one. It was it was yeah. fin perfect, right? Yeah,
1: and some fish, would not it? That and it it, yeah. it, it looked like a uh, well, it, it's had an easy life that fish, however, however old or young it might be. So, um, I, I was—I I didn't bump any fish today. I, I don't—I didn't drop any at the net. What, so, what were you doing? Just confirm what you were doing. So, at the, the start of the day, because it was so clear, uh, we both pretty much started doing the same thing, just to try and knock a few fish on the board. So, but every swim that I was fishing on, I'd be flicking around some small stuff, and then before I moved on. I would throw a crank or a jerkbait through it before I left, very sensible, just in case there was a a little pike or a better perch or something, to predator-wise, along the way that might um, just give me a little boost. Um, but the more I became frustrated with not being able to hook the tiny perch that I could feel in the margins yeah, underneath the, the reeds and stuff, ones. I quickly thought, well, hang on in rather than both of us effectively doing the same thing, let's just go all out on a bit of power fishing, right? And throw some bigger stuff around. And just to see, because it was like a worthwhile experiment, I think. And, I mean, it didn't pay off in the end. But, you know, as you say there, we were... I was two 40 centimetre pike would have done it. And then, you know, and that's that really is the fips conundrum really yeah. is, is i mean today it didn't pan out but that's you know them's the rules and we set those rules ourselves i.e there was no size limits today so but then it, I, I think it's worth remembering if there if we did impose size limits on ourselves today you probably wouldn't have fished in your method no. all day no i had so i had two fish i had two perch today that would have scored under yeah normal perch so it wouldn't have been you know it, that limit it it's always, we all, you have to remember, we're going to fish to the rules of what are given to us. So, you know, back in the old black days, there weren't size limits on stuff no. and that would have been... Well, that's all I did today. You would have smashed it <laughs> and you would have built up a, a decent, you know, you might have yeah, over six metres, seven metres yeah, today. So, know you know, that would have been a worthwhile, worthwhile score. Um, but no, I caught on some cool stuff today. Yeah, So I'm happy with that. And that perch was... Oh, banger. the perch was mega, yeah. On a little micro-bait finesse, little yeah. crankbait. That was cool. And, Cause yeah.
0: Because you, you were... I mean, did, from from my vantage point, it didn't even look like you were fishing that particularly s- slow. So so mm. that thing came up and, yeah. and smacked it, that. inhaled it. Yeah, that was good going. It was funny, because when,
1: when you only get your two fish in the day, you don't, unlike your... 63 fish, you don't build up any kind of rhythm or um understanding of whether they want it fast, slow, in between deer because there's yeah. such a big gap between your fish, like you don't get any muscle memory with it. And but that's part of the reason why I used to love back in the day and still now fishing with little paddle tails and things like that, because yeah. the fishing becomes regular and and, and quick. So you you build up that little yeah. muscle memory thing. You can almost fish with your eyes closed at that point, you know. So it's it's good. If I is what I'm going to say. If I fish better and manage to pull out another couple of pike, then or maybe even a couple of better perch, I think it would it would obviously tell a different story. I mean, it's the most obvious thing I'm ever going to say, but I think it would reinforce the fact that even when there are no size limits involved you can easily beat someone on yeah. sixty, seventy fish with five or six fish and and you could argue whether that's easier or more difficult, I don't know. Uh, to be but... honest,
0: I was bizarrely, towards the end I was I was willing you on because I could see, <laughs> I could see what would happen. That after all that, all that effort that I made with those little purls mm. today, I could see you landing a string of small pike towards the end and taking the victory. And I think that that would have been that would have been a, a yeah. nice outcome. I I just think you were let down by the pike today for whatever reason, whether we were in the wrong places at the wrong tie at time. Uh, or, or or just they weren't active today and
1: you were yeah. lucky with the one you had. I, I don't know, but I think you were let down by the pike. They did seem conspicuous by their absence a little bit, didn't they, yeah. today? Because even when, you know, years ago when, when we used to come up and fish the competitions and practice beforehand, we would get several of those little 30, 40 centimetre pike in amongst the boats, wouldn't we? Yeah. Whilst getting the little mini perch sort of thing, you know, I'm, I'm not talking dozens of them, but you know, the you would you would have a ones. day you would get bitten off by a couple. Would, yeah. we, didn't like we didn't have that, anything like that. We didn't have anything like that today, so that was a no. little bit conspicuous. I,
0: I wonder if that is I mean, it's Sunday, uh, obviously there's been a day before us in the weekend. Uh, could have been We hammered. did see a couple of anglers yeah. today. So so yeah, we don't know what happened yesterday if someone went through with traditional
1: gear that they might have given a few of those pike toothache.
0: Yeah, we just don't know. Do no, we? we don't know. They
1: might be sulking, you're quite right there. Yeah. yeah. But I'm quite happy with it because you know, I pike on a, on a little western crank bait and a, that, that that nice perch on a on a little mega bass crank and I haven't fished f- precious little crank up here over the years. It's it, you know, so that was nice. Yeah. It was good fun. But yeah, that fip scoring is um it's a mind bender. Right? Because yeah. we've tried to unpick this <laughs> over the years as to what uh, yeah. what, what how we would do it and and stuff like that. And and we've the one I always go back to was when we I were pra- practising in Rutland. Yeah. And we had a had a perch day to rival any any day, anyone would have perch fishing on Rutland. That was meant. And um it's one of the old stories I go to when people talk about, Oh, I had hundred and twenty fish today and on That day we had 100 fish between us and it was non stop. 100 fish each, yeah. 100 fish each, and it was non stop through the day. There wasn't time for anything else. No, so it always amazes me when people say, Well, I had 120, 150, 200 fish today because it, it was the maths doesn't guy. add up. <laughs> no, it, you know, we were solid, we, we were measuring body. as well. But then yeah. we got annihilated that day by people oh. catching Zando.
0: I, I, I like that, you know, like I can say, I, I do like being humbled in fishing, mm. whether it's mother nature or whether it's an angler that's better than me. And I remember, because we were we were practising for the world, we were, we were helping the, the England team with like what what a perch strategy would look like. That was our job, right? And we cracked it and we did our job and we did it to the best of our ability and proved what was possible on FIPS. And I remember coming in thinking, yeah, this changes things. Yep. And sat down with the rest of the team. And, and like, I re- really, like, you know, I could set myself up for this. Really thinking, like, yeah, that was the nuts. And then, I don't know who said it, whether it was doby, probably, but they came out with their Xander score. And it was, it made up. It was mm. much like this. It was just, but the other way around, it was... It was like whoa, <laughs> yeah, because we 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 couldn't have done any better nope. on perch that day, and we come in and we were humbled with a. a, 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 a I mean, I I don't think I've heard of Xander fishing no. as good as that. You know, they, they had the equivalent day, but on much bigger fish, and mm. um, yeah, that's a, that's an amazing memory that that sticks in my mind. It was,
1: yeah, yeah, and there was no um, no forward facing sonar. No. We had a little seven inch screen that day. <laughs> Yeah. We weren't you know, but it was that's perch fishing now. I mean, you know, when they're on it and you, you've got the right method, you can really really home in on those. Yeah. But FIP scoring is a mind bender and it gets you thinking about if you're gonna go small, fish for the smaller fish, scorers, you've got to be efficient and you've got to be quick. You've gotta be well, efficient is the word really. You've you've got to yeah, make, make up for care. the fact that, that what you lack in scoring points you make up for in time yeah. and unfortunately for us in this country we don't fish a lot of those rules very often whereas in the continent on the build up to world championships and stuff as we understand it a lot of their competitions they will fish to fit rules fits rules, yeah, so yeah. everyone is au fait and okay. ready for it um, and for us you know it's just not Either it's not popular enough, or there's just no demand for it, and that's fine. That's okay, you know. But the next time, whenever we do this, next time we spin that wheel of justice, <laughs> it will come up with a different set, hopefully, because I don't yep. really want to do the same again. And um, and who knows, right? We we'll, um, we'll we'll fish it accordingly and adjust ourselves to do what we need to do. All I was yep. going to ask you just briefly there mm-hmm. is that if this had been a canal match today. Yeah, an old fashioned black qualifier match today. Did you would you have fished how you fished literally ultralight all day long because that's where the maths is. That's where the numbers are.
0: Yeah, I, I would have done. I mean, I wouldn't I wouldn't have achieved that score because of course the luxury especially once you changed over to hard baits. You
1: had it to yourself. I had it to myself. Yeah. So,
0: so every little population that yeah. I came across, I I, I uh, pinched one or two here and there. Uh, so I know it wouldn't have fished like that in a black comp, but I think when I first found the first population of fish around the first boat, I mean, in a competition, I probably would have head straight to that boat, and I would have liked to have. I would like to think that I would have got on at least one of those populations. I don't know what that would have given me. I, th- I think that first population I found, I might have had 20 fish out of there, which which would have got me going, and then mm. and then probably for the rest of the day, it was just finding the odd fish here and there that hadn't been bothered through the day. Um, it's really hard to know how it yeah. would have fished yeah, with yeah, 40 yeah. other anglers
1: on the venue, but yeah, I would have fished the same way. Yeah, you would have done the same thing. And, and I think you probably would have. Oh, would. I wouldn't have gone... For, I wouldn't have taken two rods, I wouldn't have gone BC, I wouldn't have gone Run and hard it. baits at all. It would have just added a complication that was just unnecessary, really. Yeah. Because we know from previous years that if the conditions switch in the afternoon, even fishing ultralight, you still pick up them those perch in the 30s, 32s, 34s yeah. and stuff, which can boost your score up quite quite quickly. So, you know, I, I, you're right, yeah, that that would have been the name of the game today. But... um. I'm just intrigued to, th- to know what you think about, because it was so clear, you know, for anyone that's, that's fishing the canal and you turn up, you've you got a precious day on the canal, off work maybe, or away from the family, and you turn up the canal and it's crystal clear, how do you approach that? How, 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 how do people turn up and approach that? What are yeah. they looking for?
0: Uh, for me, like, you've got to approach it with finesse. Uh, you've got, and when I say finesse, I mean extreme finesse, like, one inch well like I was fishing one inch clear, glittery plastic, um because I mean one of the things with clear water is often it's associated with high pressure. I I don't know if I mentioned it on my recordings today. It was yeah, my my app was saying it was it was in the ten thirties, which is right extreme high pressure. And I think I think what I mean I'm not where am I at with barometric pressure? I, I don't feel like I'm an expert and I'm comfortable with it, but I do feel like there's a pattern in terms of when there's high pressure, it pushes the sediment down, which makes the water extra clear, but also the poor fish are under the same sort of pressure, right? And I and I wonder if the bait... Because we didn't see much bait today, no. did we? No. Nope. I wonder if the bait was pushed down, which doesn't help the angler because you can't see it when mm-hmm. it's all on the deck, even when it's crystal clear... But but several of the perch that I found today, I wouldn't have known they were there. It was only when one rolled over to have a swipe at the bait, and you just saw a flash, or if you were lucky enough to see a little sort of gill flare that caught the light, yeah. that you knew they were there. I felt like they were they were hard on the deck. So so sorry. Back to your question. Yeah, I think I think all you can do is is when. When I see clear water, I feel like all fish, even the pike, are in some sense wary of the, the, the surroundings in terms of they've got you know, maximum a metre of water above their heads and it's crystal clear. So I don't, I don't think any of them like feel comfortable being out in the open and I think we saw that today, that as soon as those boats had gone through and kind of churned it up a little bit, all of a sudden, like flicking a switch, I was finding perch where I'd n- normally expect to find them, and they mm-hmm. just—they weren't there all day in the clear water because I think they were gravi- gravitating. Well, where we found them at, at the start, which is either right in the reeds, right on the on the margins, or as it turns out, um, they were they were they were holding around the shadows of of, of boats. And, yeah. Yeah, you know, sometimes I think they're around the boats this kind of year, this time of year, because you know a lot of them have got their wood burners on or their heaters on. But but they did, the, the water wasn't cold, and it hasn't been cold for a few days. So I think it was more that they were sh- using the boats as like a shelter, uh, and it made them feel more comfortable because you know from you know they they their instincts of avoiding predators, right? So. So I think you've got to be ultra finesse because anything bigger is, is going to effectively be too larry and and mm. require them to commit a bit too much. Mm. So, so yeah, I, I like to sort of run really really light stuff through there and just try and convince one of them. But that's the other thing with clear water, like we've had clear water here. We've had these sort of conditions for quite a while now, so you know that. The canal has been clear for a long while, and the thing is, once once those conditions have been there for a long while, you know those fish are hungry. Because because I've tried to portray there, I think the, you know the the instinct in the fish that wins is them trying to avoid predators, yep. rather than feeding. It's not ideal. We we saw it today. It wasn't ideal for them feeding. They weren't on it, so. So that's the one thing you've got in your favour. They are hungry, but you've got to help them.
1: They're not going to stick their neck out, as it were. No, 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 no. You're right, yeah. You're right. It's a bit... Um, I think there's two ways to approach that, isn't there? If, if someone's just on a pleasure day and they rock up to the canal and it's crystal clear, you've got two choices. The sensible way is what you said there, is go ultra light, try and find some cover, somewhere where they're hiding up underneath and that kind of stuff, and you'll... You'll find a few, you'll get some bites, you'll get some stuff. The other way, is what I did, is just bomb a thousand casts everywhere that you can find and see if you get lucky, because it, really, that was my approach today. There wasn't any, I can't come back and say, oh, that colour, that shape, that pattern, that anything. It was constant rotation, it was a bucket load of casts. And eventually, I got lucky. Yeah, and and you found feeding fish that yeah, wanted to feed. that's right? right. So it depends. I guess what you're after. It, it, you know, I, I I would make a point if you're coming out and you might be bringing some kids up or something. And you just want to get them bit, then then fishing the margins and and get some little perch and bits and pieces. If you want to get something for a photograph, then you're gonna to have to fish bigger and you're but you're gonna to have to cover some ground and you're gonna to have to put bomb a lot of casts in because you You're gonna to have to pass by the nose of a feeding fish yeah. literally be not even a feeding fish, just any a fish with a modicum of activity about it, something about it that it might just flare its gills at it
0: uh, and how many times have we I feel like we've learnt this a hundred times now in the reservoir competitions where you know the difference to today is we've we've got electronics so we can find the fish. Mm. But if they don't want to feed, they're not going to feed, and and like you get a sense, especially on these two-day of events that we fish, like you you get a feeling from from the results of others around you. Like sometimes we have an app that shows what's being caught, and you know it's a hard day across the whole reservoir, and like on those days, like you can find fish easy, but it becomes it becomes a game about finding fe- fish that want to feed and then my mindset is always well where you know if i was a feeding fish where are the feeding areas where is the advantage traditionally for a predator to to go and target its prey is there a bank is there a bit of toe like you're more likely to find a feeding predator in those conditions because we know right how how often is it said in fishing like fish don't expend energy so there aren't going to be inactive fish holding in a current because they'll just be off somewhere else oh, where they don't oh, have absolutely. to absolutely so yeah. it's like thinking where are the active uh, pre- uh, maybe the easiest maybe the easiest one to relate to the canal because obviously we don't get much tow there's a little bit on the sluice on the sluice coming out the locks but it's following the bait we all know it isn't it it's like if you're a predator and you want to feed? Where are you going to be in the canal? Where you're going to be following those shoals of bait around that we saw? So I, I think that's probably what happened today in terms of the, the the fish that you had were, you know, probably active fish, probably yeah. around where there was some bait that was unseen. To maybe
1: us. it's a bit a couple of things. It it's they might have been feeding. Something to do maybe with a reaction bite. Could have been reaction, reaction bait device. as well. You I mean, what it was a, yeah, a, what you were a literal reaction bait. Um, so I, I guess the only way I'll be able to prove that is come back tomorrow and try and repeat. I'm not <laughs> going to. Um, but all this said, in the first DNA versus, yes. you smashed me to pieces, man. Well, and I'm not sure about that. It's... I'll be
0: thinking about your 40 centimetre perch tomorrow <laughs> more than any of the perch that I caught. So uh, I'm not sure who the real winner is I'm going to
1: say that in, in, the, in the first one, um, it's 1-0. And well-deserved 1-0 at that. Okay. So we'll... Uh, well, I'll take it. We'll t- we'll, we'll, I'll take that. I will ponder it over Christmas and I will, I will learn from this. And, um, and come look, up with
0: some <laughs> come up with some formats
1: and, that suit you better. <laughs> let, let's well, let's be honest. Until uh, we, we're a long way off being able to do anything, probably in this in this format in uh, in the salt water at the moment. Unless yeah. we did a long drive, so we might have a few more of these to go through the through a long dark winter. Yep. And stuff like that. But I enjoyed it. Okay. Yeah, me too, mate. Me too. Yeah, it was good to come out today. the day. It was nice, quiet, nice and peaceful. Weather was good, it all behaved itself and we both got bit, right? So um, yeah. ultimately if you if you, if you're fishing, you wanna get bit, you wanna get a couple of pictures and we we achieved all of these different things. Um I guess that's probably us, man. We're gonna wrap yeah. that up, are all we done. there? If anyone wants to get all of us, you know how to find us. DNA fishing pod at gmail dot com. I forgot <laughs> what our email address is. <laughs> is this why we're not getting any messages? This is probably why we're not getting it. Hit add up on Insta hit me up on Instagram and Facebook. You'll find us if you need us. Um we're going to do one of these, another one at some point. So maybe we'll put some, uh, we will give people some notice before. If you want to come down and get involved, you we might be able to get involved in some of that. So I hope you enjoyed it. This probably will be our Christmas episode. By the time I get this edited and out, we'll get this out just before Christmas. So I hope everyone has a nice bit of time off. I hope you get your, uh, get on the bank somewhere and do something over Christmas, and enjoy yourselves. And if we don't speak to you before, then uh, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year. And we will be back at some point in 2024. Hell yeah. Merry Christmas, everyone. Take care, guys. See you later.